0: Welcome to Plan a Happy Life. I'm your host, Stephanie Fleming, creative entrepreneur and happiness activist. I'm on a mission to create a happy life movement. Each week, I'll be joined by my daughter, Kayla, for some honest conversations about how you can plan your happiest life yet. So what are we waiting for? Let's get happy. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Mom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Welcome back to Plan a Happy Life. Okay, you know what tonight is? What's tonight? Oh, I know. Yeah, you do. It's the Bachelor finale, the part two. Part two of the two part finale. Yeah. Oh, Very exciting. I can almost not concentrate because just a few more hours, we'll find out who Peter chooses. You're the next Chris Harrison. Thank you. <gasps> you could be the next. Wow. We should have, we were talking before this and we said, Kayla and I should have a thing called reality recap. We love reality TV. This has absolutely nothing to do with Plan a Happy Life, but. We're so excited. However, it makes us happy. Yeah. I think it's a little escape from reality, to be honest. Quite the oxymoron because reality TV is probably so not realistic. Mm -hmm. And yet I just like to watch it because it's mindless, I think, which some people may argue is filling my mind with, you know. Junk. Junk and filth. But something about it just, you know, when I'm busy thinking all day long about really important things, Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to gel out and, you know, really think that my opinion about who Peter chooses matters oh it does right Mm -hmm. I know I could go on about um about Peter's mom crying and on and on but and this will this
1: episode will air like the next week the week after it comes out so So you guys already know you already know and so do we
0: I'm gonna go on record let's see do you want to make a prediction sure okay I think don't steal my prediction I feel like you're going okay and this is the first time I have not cheated and looked at reality Steve for once, every time, <laughs> we'll always watch The Bachelor. And she gets so mad at me. She's well, like, it makes I it don't not tell fun. you, but I don't tell you.
1: I know, but it makes it not fun <laughs> knowing that like you already know. Oh. Like that we're supposed to be in this together. OK. And like not know what's happening yeah. and guess because then I can go, oh, my gosh, I think this is going to happen. And then I'll look at you and you'll go
0: and you won't say anything <laughs> and we can't do it together. OK, well, I didn't look <clears throat> this time. So he can't be mad at me. And I think that he is going to choose. Mm. Okay, here's my dilemma is that I think that Hannah Ann is the easy choice for him because she's cute. She's sweet. She loves him. I think he feels love for her. um, But she he likes the fight. Remember with Victoria? He likes he likes the fight and he likes I think he likes the chase a little bit and Maddie he's going to have to chase so um I think he's going to pick Maddie I don't think oh I think somehow I don't think he's going to propose to her but I think somehow he's going to end up in somewhat of a relationship and choose her for some something
1: Mm -hmm, I agree
0: what you're called you think Maddie too yeah okay I,
1: I don't I think he loves Hannah but not not like he loves Maddie and so I think he I don't think he'll propose to Hannah because I think Maddie will come back, and
0: he's not gonna be able to leave that alone. No, because he loves her. He just and he, I don't know. She kind of brought him back too. And uh, and in the last last episode,
1: you could tell he was kind of almost going against what his family's saying because he was kind of like s- standing his own ground. You don't know her like I know her, mm-hmm. and he almost seemed pissed.
0: You will come on. I mean, With I would have mom. been too, but he's his like. Mom. There was
1: one part where you could tell he was like, like in his interview where he was not having it. Yeah,
0: his his he wanted their support and that he wanted their feedback, but mom was like, "What? Hannah is an angel on earth. You need to choose her. Bring bring her, her back home, home to, to us." I'd be like, "Mom," and he did. He so did. good for him. So the topic of this episode is all by myself, and we hope that Peter does not end up. All by himself. All by himself. But today we want to talk about the state of being alone without being lonely and how embracing solitude in your life can like really be powerful. And there's a lot of things that you can actually learn about being just by being alone. So it's not just good for introverts. I mean, I'm an introvert. And I think that, so being alone comes a lot easier to me, but um, I think everyone can benefit from a little alone time.
1: Totally. Do you think extroverts, do you think they recharge maybe from mm. alone time? Or do you think they get energized by being out with people and then they're alone? I don't know. I, I
0: well, here's, that's an interesting point, but I feel like they may not get as energized as... We do, you you and I being introverts, Mm -hmm. but I think it's still beneficial for them because I think extroverts could have a tendency to just kind of almost like burn the candle at both ends, Mm -hmm. you know, by going out. But being alone, there's so many insights that people who um, are tend to be more extroverted may not have like the natural inclination to slow down and give themselves the space and clarity that they need. So um, we have six tips, although in my notes, I misnumbered them and it says seven, but I totally skipped six. So the first one is that solitude increases productivity. So these days, especially in my life right now, I've got so much incoming, like texts, calls, emails, DMs on Instagram and on Facebook. There's invitations to birthdays and baby showers, school activities, baseball games, like everything's good. Well, not everything. Some DMs suck, but... (laughs) Yeah, but 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 for the majority, yeah, but there's so much come incoming that you just don't. I don't know. It's very hard to be productive when you're kind of being bombarded from all angles all the time, all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, and so how how are you going to be productive when you know you've got your alert going off like, oh, I've got an email here. No, send someone sending me a text, and it's really hard to concentrate. And so being alone, and you could be alone, maybe you know, maybe it's at work. Um, By just closing your door or saying I need office hours or when you're at home, just taking like an hour to sit down to be more productive without having anyone else around. Number one, being alone. And number two, maybe like shutting off some of your notifications. So not only are you alone physically, but you have a little peace of mind and peace of peace of quiet, peace Peace and and quiet. quiet. (laughs) You know, do you feel like you can be more productive when you're alone? Well, you the love hard your alone thing, time. I
1: love my alone time, but the I mean, not the hard thing, but my reality right now is that I have a lot of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So sometimes I think for me, it can be a little bit of a downfall because sometimes I don't have that motivation of somebody else kind of like, I think there's a lot that if I had someone there with me, whether it was a roommate or a friend or, or a significant other or my mom, <laughs> um, to kind of motivate me to do things together. Yeah, But I think, yes, I for the most part, I do think I am productive on my own. Mm-hmm. But
0: that is my majority of the time is, is alone because I live alone. Good point. You know, what about like, I, those of us who well, not anymore so much, but um, since I'm working a little more remotely and from home, so I'm a little, I'm not alone alone because my husband Kevin is with me. But when I'm in the office, when I was in the office five, six days a week and there's people there, five yeah. days a week you're in the office and and there's people and like a lot of stuff that's coming in. I need to spend like, hey, I need the alone time. Mm-hmm. But but I do
1: remember you saying like, oh, I went in on a, like a Saturday or a Sunday whenever it was. And you, I remember you going, I just got so much done because you didn't have those interruptions. You didn't have meetings. You didn't have people coming and asking you for
0: things. Right. Um, so in that aspect, you were very productive, I'm sure. Very productive. But I think to, what, to your point is that those of us that... You know, live with a lot of people. It you might be out really seeking solitude, but for you, you might need like maybe alone time is something that not necessarily you need to find out where I can I carve out some alone time. But how do I, how do I really make the most of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think you're not afraid to be alone, but a lot of people are afraid because they feel like it's they're going to be lonely. Yeah, and a lot of people are lonely when they're in you know by themselves. Mm -hmm. But I think. There's such a difference. We covered this on another, um, on a past episode. There's such a difference between loneliness and being alone.
1: Yeah, totally. You know what I, I, agree. I mean? Because I think, I think being alone in the wrong, wrong capacity or not having the right hobbies or things to do or um, tasks or whatever it might be. Um, I think that could be a slippery slope for loneliness, mm-hmm. but I think you. I think the goal is to find things that fill your time, that fulfill
0: your time, so you don't kind of have to combat that. Yeah, you've got to be okay with like. I also think you have to be okay with like being alone with you. You know, yeah. the, you when you're when you're by yourself and no one's there with you and you don't have those distractions, you really are kind of forced to be okay with just who you are in the silence of your Your own presence, your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That can be like a really cool thing or, you know, it may be sometimes it shines light on the work that we need to do on ourselves. Yeah. That's a real good time to find some self-awareness, which I think comes later. But, um, our number two is that solitude sparks creativity. Mm -hmm. Huge, huge for me. Like I can hardly ever, one of the reasons why I'm working remotely is because I cannot be creative in a room full of people. Now that's not everybody. Some people are so good at brainstorm sessions and I am not. I'm not either. Yeah. I don't know why. Um but I need to be able to just think about something and then wander that down that road a little bit and then it's all happening inside my head. Sometimes on paper, but I'm I'm I struggle with kind of just going back back and forth with someone and brainstorming. If I do that it has to be far along the lines of my my creative process where I've already thought about something and then I'm going to talk to you about it.
1: Yeah. And creativity is such a personal thing too. So when you are, it's a, it's a tough thing. You want to be with the right people when you are brainstorming and and bouncing back and forth because you know, you want it to be a no judgment thing, especially when it comes to your creativity
0: because creativity is vulnerability totally because you are creating something. It's an idea that maybe is completely new, um, you're putting it out there. And if you don't feel like somebody, you know, someone going to knock it down or they're going to be like, no, you shut that off you're and like, you oh, don't. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden, um, I'm thinking, and I've done this by myself, you know, I'm like, Oh, this would be cool. And then later on, I'm like, mm, I think on it a little bit more. And, you know, I kind of have the, the judgment is not, um, it's more of a process of elimination. Like, oh, I don't know that that's going to be the good product. But if somebody had told me like, Oh, that's not going to work. I would completely shut down. So having the space to just let your mind wander and honestly, even thinking about nothing and opening up, I used to take like a notebook down to the beach
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just, especially when we had new products we needed to think of, I would just take my chair, I would take some headphones and I would sit at the beach and I would just start to like draw, doodle, journal, anything that I felt like I wanted to, you know, to write down yeah and it was amazing where my mind would go if I was doing it for an hour or two hours like what I started to think of
1: yeah and creativity in a different aspect I think I know from personal experience it's sparked like thinking creatively mm-hmm. in different in different ways things that like
0: <laughs>
1: from something as little as like I'm by myself and I need to, like, think of a way to do this by myself. Oh, my gosh. So that yes. <laughs> and not
0: use a physical other person for you mean like maybe hanging your huge TV on the wall mount by yourself, <laughs> your five one or five two foot self. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what's funny was that weren't you? You
1: were there. Um, I think I was either... But you you asked me, would you rather...
0: Yes. Wait, wait, wait. I know what it was. <laughs> is that I think you had two TVs, one in your living room and one in your oh, bedroom. yes, yes, yes. I helped you hang mm-hmm. one and had to go. Mm-hmm. And you just could not wait for me couldn't to come postpone, back. I couldn't postpone the, uh, <laughs> the activity. <laughs> no. And so you will, you know, mm-hmm. you think creatively. Co- coming up with creative solutions because you are by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's, yeah. I mean, like in line with the solitude sparks creativity is I think there's no it's not a coincidence that most people will say that they have really good ideas in the shower Mm, or mm -hmm. in bed because those are times when even if you're you're not next to someone you're just kind of alone with your thoughts Mm -hmm. you're in the shower there's nothing else really for your mind to do because you don't really have to think otherwise you're looking at shampoo lather up you know you're just thinking and those are mindless activities that don't require mm -hmm. thought yeah you don't really have to pay attention. It's like mm-hmm. you're driving a car, you're by yourself, but even when I drive a car or when I'm on a walk, I come up with some like of the best ideas or at least the seedlings of the best ideas that I have when I'm just out and by myself. Mm-hmm. So, if you're looking and you want to be creative or you want to think of some ideas, if you're any having any kind of a block, I really highly suggest finding some place alone that feels really good to you, whether it's in nature or in a room, or if you're in an office and just close your door. And yeah, I think you'll find some pretty creative solutions in your solitude. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number three, solitude helps you know yourself to get to know you. Because like we kind of hinted at a little earlier is that when you're alone, you're in your own company and you better like you. If not, you know, you're going to be sitting there like, I don't know, just in,
1: in maybe some negative thoughts or like,
0: yeah, I think that's why a lot of people, they'll you know, they busy themselves and yeah, um, and they'll do things like, you know, you might be numbing a lot of things, whether you're mm-hmm. shopping, I need to fill my time because I don't really just want to sit and be alone with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I think if you do get to that place, that's kind of your a real good hint that maybe you need to do some work on yourself or get to know yourself or just Bring about a little bit of self-awareness. Yeah. I've said I think that's a superpower, just being very self-aware and knowing the areas in your life that, you know, you feel really good about and then the ones that you feel like you need to, you know, improve. Totally. I don't know. I like that. I, I like, I think journaling helps you do that too. You know, if you're alone and and you just kind of get to know yourself. Do you feel like since you've lived alone, because you had a roommate when you first moved out, right? You had two roommates.
1: And I know mm-hmm. you did not
0: know could like that.
1: I know could like that. <laughs> um, because you no, do,
0: because you've always been pretty good about being alone.
1: Yeah. And I didn't like it mainly. I mean, nobody, no, well, that's not true. I was going to say people like to live with other people. But I already knew I liked my alone time yeah. and not having to like, and I wasn't someone and I was, you know, in my early twenties and I already knew I wasn't a partier. So kind of knowing where I was at with myself in that stage of my life, it was just kind of clashing and mm-hmm. I felt like I had to, you know, I felt like I was boring because I didn't want to do fun, not fun right. things, but I didn't want to go out all the time. Yeah. And yeah, I, I feel like I've found my groove, but it is, it is telling to when you are by yourself mm-hmm. um, so much, cause then you in the things that you made need to work on. You're sitting with those mm-hmm. and you're surrounded by those. Yeah. So they are heightened. Um, but it makes you, at least for me, it makes me want
0: to grow in those areas and maybe improve some of the things that I might want to change. Speaking on that, I'm going to jump up to number seven, which is actually number six. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go forward. Just it's a really good segue because I also think that the other, one of our other points is that it builds independence. Mm, um, yeah. you go from being living with, Your parents, right? And then if you live with roommates, which is fine, you live with roommates and you're doing something, that's another step on though. But once you actually are, if you're ever living by yourself or if you are by yourself and even just going out and doing something, have you ever traveled alone? Have you ever traveled all by yourself? Uh, Yeah. So the first time I- Well, you know what? Not like on a trip by myself. Like you may have gone to a destination and then met
1: people? Yeah. Whether Mm -hmm. it was like picking up my nephew or meeting somebody somewhere but I've
0: I've never gone on like a vacation or like a trip by myself. I used to be like I used to like see people that would go to the movies by themselves or go to dinner, and I'd be like, "Oh,
1: that's so oh, sad. I know."
0: And now I'm like, "That's so cool."
1: Well, I I did that not super recently, but for the first time, maybe a couple of years ago, go to the movies by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was, I was so nervous because really? I, I wanted to see this movie, whatever it was. And I went, I, I remember being so nervous, like, oh my gosh, people are going to see that I'm not here with somebody mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> by myself. And I was so nervous that people were going to like, not, the, you, maybe. not yeah, of course, internally, but they, no one was going
0: to say anything right. to me, but it was the best thing. I left so it- happy. Because and did it just get did it do you feel a little empowered by totally. doing that? I think um the first time I did it, I was later than you. <laughs> I think I was in my 30s. Well, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't really matter <laughs> in the big scheme of things. <laughs> it was either late 20s or early 30s and I had never done that where I really traveled and did a whole thing on my own. Which seems pretty late, so I would suggest doing it much earlier than that if you can. But I was doing um, filming a couple segments for the DIY Network, Mm -hmm. and which already scared me because that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. (laughs) Um, But back, so I couldn't turn that down that was definitely like an opportunity that I could not say no to. Yeah. And then I realized that I was going to have to fly from California to Knoxville, Tennessee by myself, um, navigate, like, where do I go? And then doing this thing, which was like a TV network that I had never done before. And, and I was terrified. Like I was like probably months before that I was thinking all the time, like, Oh my gosh, I had stomach aches and, um, so much anxiety about it. And also, it happened right after. Um, it was in um, October of two thousand oh, uh, one. One, yeah, right after nine eleven. Yeah, and so I had I had that, and then that fear was there. But you know what? I did it, and I was so proud of myself. When it really just was symbolic to me. I'm like, I had a day off, and I went and toured the. I just a drive in the Smoky Mountains when it was like at the height of the color from the fall, but I was all by myself. So I like, at first I was like, well, what am I going to do? Who am I going to talk to? And it was great because I'm in my rental car, just taking in the beauty that was all around me. And, um, I drove by Dollywood and, um, it was just, it was gorgeous. I had, I think I did, um, like three different segments for the DIY network and I was so proud of myself because like I did a good job and I had only myself Mm -hmm. um it wasn't like oh well this person led or this person did it it was like it was going to be succeed or fail I was going to do it on my own yeah and it felt so good it felt so so good so that independence um that I think you've experienced and you know living by yourself or traveling by yourself or going to movies by yourself (laughs) it starts to like I mean I highly suggest finding some time and especially if you're afraid do it do it like do the little thing go to dinner by yourself yeah yeah totally I don't know that I've done well I've done that traveling a lot like yeah 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 Yeah. and then I, I like doing that but I definitely like highly suggest a movie by yourself. It's I'm going to do that. I don't think I ever have done that. <gasps> I know. What? I know. Maybe oh, needs it's to go so on my bucket great. list.
1: It's kind of, I mean, you could always go with
0: me. So call yeah. me when I'll you want to go to a that's movie. That's not alone. But <laughs> <laughs> It's beside the point. That's totally <laughs> defeating the, the point. Our number, our, our next one is basically the same. It's like when you embrace and you welcome solitude, it's um, empowering and it removes the fear of being alone. When I was going through my divorce the biggest thing, I was so afraid to be alone. And I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know how to like navigate the waters of what's that going to look like. And I'm going to be doing this on my own. And I was so fearful of that, which was basically an unknown that I feel like the more we embrace doing things solo, by the time you, you kind of erase that fear. So, you know, they say that sometimes the things that you're afraid of the most that you like basically manifest, right? When you're, if you are, this is a really weird example, I guess, but if you're um, in a relationship and you're so afraid that your significant other is going to cheat on you Mm -hmm. and you're like constantly like, who are you looking at? Are you looking at her? Like you get so all up in your own, you know, business and stuff and you're so afraid. And so you're constantly like kind of harping on that. And let me just say, there's never. I don't think there's ever an excuse for cheating on someone. But what I'm saying is that sometimes we we create the realities we're so afraid of.
1: Yeah, you kind of manifest and it. You manifest
0: it, right? Like you you're focusing on it, and then finally, not to say that that would be your fault, but no, if maybe a, that's a really bad example. Yeah, but I'm um, just I can't think. Of I know what you mean, the, though. Do you know? Yeah. I I think that it's sometimes it's like, I'm so afraid to be alone. I'm so afraid to be alone. And so you're so fearful that the energy that you're putting out is fear. And so basically, there's like you're not thinking about how do I become more independent? How do I do this? Um, how do I go and embrace uh, being alone? And it's more like I'm afraid, know, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid.
1: You know when you do like, don't drop this, don't drop this, don't drop this, don't drop this, yes. and then all of a sudden, because you were probably thinking about not dropping that object, yes. that drink or that
0: yeah. plate of food, and you're you like, go ah. and you drop <laughs> it. Right. It's, it's like so funny you said that because Morgan, um, my stepdaughter, was just telling me I was trying to carry these two um, very full mugs of coffee upstairs and of course I'm looking at him and she was a server and she said oh don't look at him don't look at them and you because she says the more you look at it (laughs) the more likely you are to spill it or drop it and I'm like really really so then I tried it and I'm like, "Oh my gosh." But you, yes.
1: And like that reminds me totally. But you know when you get your you when you get a pedicure and they put like your, the shoes back on for you so you don't mess up what they just did yes. and they tell you to look away because if yes. you look at your feet, you might twitch your toes and like
0: I do that m- every single nails. time. And then she's like, "I've look actually away. been scolded." <laughs> she's like, "No, no, no. Don't look. Don't look." I'm like, "Oh, shoot." Okay. I so I Sorry. just want to help. She's like, "Don't help me. Don't help
1: me. Let me do it."
0: Yeah, cuz every time I think like, "Uh, and you guide your toes. You're going to spread them really really <laughs> wide. Yes. Because yes, sometimes that thing that you're so afraid of, you bring into your life, I guess by focusing on it so much, if yeah. that makes sense. Um I'm sure there's some explanation on why that happens, but it's kind of like, you know, the energy you put out, you attract. I mm-hmm. think sometimes like same thing when you know, when you feel like you're not worthy of something, I'm not worthy of a, you know, a relationship where it's never going to work for me. And then what's attracted to you, it's not going to be the healthy, stable relationship, because that's not really what the energy you're putting out there. So I think when you look at it as a challenge, like look at it as something that's like, it's really building you up and it's strengthening your character and your resolve and you're becoming resilient. And, you know, and it's really something that if you in your older years you know my mother-in-law is is aging and she is in now she's gone into the memory care but before she went in there she's in assisted living and i think her biggest fear was being alone because she didn't have at that point she didn't really have any hobbies or things right. that she wanted to do herself because she had never been alone yeah and so I, my husband and i are thinking well you know him as kevin yeah, are you familiar with him? I'm. I i, 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 I do not know. I don't know whether I address our listeners and call him my husband, or if since I'm talking to you, I call him Kevin. Well, our listeners by now maybe know that that's Kevin. Okay, so, so Kevin and I have I now know. decided he's retired, and I am, um, you know, looking into what my life looks like. Um, you know, five years, my do my five year plan, and you think, okay, I want to make sure that now and then I have a really rich life by myself. I have interests. I have hobbies. I have things that um, that I can do, you know, that, that keep me busy that I love to do just with me. Yeah. One of the things that I, I want to, okay, this, I'm now, see, this is what happens when I get really excited on something. But, (laughs) um, one of the things that Kevin and I asked each other, um, the first day that besides, I know I've told you that he's on our first date, on wrote our first, the, uh-huh, all the questions but on our first like lunch date I asked him and I was just getting to know him I said if you had a week all to yourself just you you nobody else you had to be alone what would you do if you weren't trying to like don't give me the answer of what you think sounds cool or what you think other people would want to hear I want to know what would you want to do and um He answered, I think it was something very similar to what I would have answered is I'd go by the beach and all this kind of stuff. But he he said, like, oh, my gosh, it took me a while to think about what I would want to do by myself. You know, and I think because now I like the fact that if I know Kevin's going fishing with, you know, he's going on a fishing trip with his friend Ed and I'm by myself. Yes, I'm going to miss him. But I'm not sitting there going like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do my memory planning. And it's not to say uh, that you, know? you couldn't
1: do that with him there. It's just there, something you probably enjoy. And now you have time to yourself that right. you're not going, oh, well, I should probably spend time with my husband. Or, yeah. you know, you
0: have that time to dedicate to something you enjoy. Yeah. It, it kind of shines a light on that must be something you really enjoy doing Mm -hmm. that's really all about you. Yeah. Because, yes, can I do it? He lets, I mean, he He lets me. (laughs) I don't mean to say he lets me. That sounds so 1950s. But, like, he and I have our own, and we respect is what I mean. We respect each other's time by ourselves and the things we like to do. But for the most part, if I'm home and my husband and I are doing something on a weekend, I'm not going to be holed up in my craft room 24-7. Right. You know, by Because you probably want to. I mean... Sometimes I want to. You want... Well, I
1: know. But also you want to spend time with him too. So it's not like you're going, well, I can't because my husband...
0: Right. It's a little give and take. So it's like, well, maybe he and I will go to the movies or go walk down by the beach. And then maybe in the evening, I'll come and do a little of mine, my stuff. But sometimes there's that like really cool thing that you're passionate about that you want to like just do and not worry about time or what anybody else is doing and like being alone like you can at that point instead of like going like mm, I'm all by myself you can like kind of celebrate the fact that oh my gosh I get to do this and probably just have like cereal for dinner oh oh see <laughs> <laughs> like that's the part like of being a mom when you guys were little it's like not that you wouldn't have enjoyed cereal for dinner but I probably would have felt like I needed to, you know, feed you some vegetables and yeah, a full-rounded, nice, healthy meal. But I'd be like, oh my god, I don't have to fix dinner. I could have like toast for breakfast. I could eat whatever I want. I could skip breakfast if oh, I want. Oh, that's so
1: boring. <sighs> I it was
0: so, but okay, but I also when you have had little to cook kids, for children, yeah, and then it's like I only have to eat what I want to eat. It was amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. okay, that's pretty exciting. All right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I <laughs> approve. You, okay, okay. Great, 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 great. And then. Being alone gives you an opportunity to plan your life. You know how much I enjoy planning, right? Mm -hmm. And so I read this, I think it was on Forbes.com, Amy Marin. She had this quote that I thought was so cool. It's really very simple, but it was pretty eye-opening. That most people spend a lot of time planning your weddings, vacations, and they never plan how to get the most out of life. Wow. So this podcast is called Plan a Happy Life. So- to me it's not just about planning your 230 dentist appointment on Thursday you know mm-hmm. it's about finding the time and planning for the time to do the things that bring you joy and make you happy and make you feel fulfilled and and you need time to find out when that's going to be so our first thing we talked about was being alone you know helps make you more productive and more creative and when you're more productive you can find more time to plan for yourself. Yeah. And plan that thing that you've always wanted to do. Yeah. You know, plan for it, look forward to it, put it in your calendar, always have something to look forward to. And you don't really take the time to be real proactive like that when you're rushing around day to day and, you know, doing all these other things in your life. So yeah, it gives you an opportunity to plan the things that you want in life. So I think we've hit, I think that was six. I think I that, think was, that six. was six. Okay. So why don't we take a little break and then we will come back and we have a few ways to, for you, some tips for you to embrace the aloneness. This episode of Plan a Happy Life is presented by Michael's. Make creativity happen. Okay. Welcome back. Let's, let's share our tips. Some of the ways that uh, you can find the time to spend more time with you. With, with
1: Y-O- Y-O-U. Y-O-U.
0: In caps. Okay. So digital detox. mm mm-hmm. Very much of a Bears. buzzword. Yeah. Uh, these days. That's pretty tough. Oh. I mean. Well, okay. Wasn't the other day like National Unplugged Day, even on the Happy Planner, I know we had like, oh, we're unplugging and I'm on social media. And I'm like, oh, oops. It was really hard. Plus, the game that I'm playing had like a had like a um a, a deal a deal. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Oh my god! It's only 24 hours before like I get like double the coins." Oh, for Oh yeah,
1: well you gotta. I mm-hmm. mean,
0: it's only within like 24 hours. So, I know. Like, I'm about ready to totally delete my app again because the game because I can't stop.
1: Yeah. That's how I am with that that solitaire yeah.
0: game. We're still on the games. And so digital <sighs> detox, like, let's face it, really, though, we all we all have time alone every day because I've said this before when people, how many times have we said, like, I don't have time for that? And I'm like, seriously, be honest, because if you binge watched anything, you have time.
1: Yeah. And I have time for two, two hour. So four hours total in my week for The Bachelor. So that's important stuff, though. It's important. But bt dubs four hours this week is going to go to, <laughs> to <laughs> the, the bachelor.
0: bachelor how many times have you rewatched um the season the office don't want to talk about it no i don't <laughs> you feel personally attacked i do that's that's it's a lot different people. okay
1: <laughs> it's a lot okay but it's on in the background okay. it's like i put it on like when i clean my like kitchen or okay. like all right i mean i'll sit down and watch it every once in a while but it's usually like
0: a background thing. it's a
1: lot so a lot okay um it's a
0: lot <laughs> but if you do have time right if you're binge watching, you've got time. You can yes. spend some time alone. But also, sometimes when we're alone, we're on our phones playing silly games Fishdom. like I do. Fishdom. And har- what is it? Harvest, Harvest Solitaire. Solitaire. And, or you're online. My point is that <laughs> we find ourselves like alone, but you sit down and it's almost like, I need to fill this time. I need to fill this time. So when you, if you can put down the technology and kind of spend some time not connected and you're unplugged that's when you can find that that alone time and I know it's very hard because sometimes I'll find myself even like like a stop sign or a stoplight playing the game no 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 oh (laughs) oh, I would never do that I'm checking Instagram Duh. (laughs) so much better it's different it it is better or I'm checking my email or you know somebody texts me but I'm like I pick it up because you know that's just 30 seconds at a stoplight So, um, so if you do find that you have time, but you're, um, filling it with a bunch of stuff, try using that time to unplug. Maybe you can take a walk or like I said before, like just get a notebook and start writing. Um, it's amazing where your mind goes when you give it some time and some space to think outside the box. So digital detox and center a little bit. Another thing you can do is you can plan, schedule time in your planner for doing something alone. Actually Mm -hmm. give yourself, like write it down like an appointment and say, you know, I'm going to spend Saturday from like 10 to 12. I just want to do something alone and I'm going to, what are you going to do? I'm going to garden or whatever you want to do. Yeah, Read, meditate, just anything, but trying to find that time just to be alone. Yeah. Maybe go to a movie by yourself, but but schedule a movie date with yourself. Don't just say, well, one day I'm going to go do it. Just like you would call up a friend. Put it in your planner and say, you know what, Thursday, Thursday night at 8, it's Date me. Date night with me. Date night with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Or you can get up a little bit earlier. Now, mm. daylight savings just happened. So. so right now it's a little tough. Yeah. And I got up at like 3 this morning. Well, I was going to say <laughs> oh, you. I, <laughs> I woke up to
1: an Instagram like <laughs> reply to me because I sent her something. And I, it when I woke up, it said two hours ago. And I was like. What were you doing awake? And that seemed that was probably at five o'clock, which means you've I was been up, up at, for two hours. Yeah, I was
0: up at three oh and I gosh. couldn't go back to sleep. Hashtag menopause. Welcome. Um, hot flashes and keeping me up. So for me, that's not the answer. But if you're like, say you normally get up at like. I don't know, six o'clock and you want to get up a half an hour earlier at 530 and you just spend half an hour, maybe 15 minutes even by yourself, whether it's in meditation or, you know, doing my favorite thing like journaling. <laughs> I was just thinking because we, I mean, I think it's a great tool. I love how much you
1: say it. So I think you need to have, we need Happy Planner <laughs> needs to have like a, a happy notes that on the front says, just write it in All a journal, myself. like, or just like, write it down. just write
0: it down. It's just, I've used it for like, I mean, to me journaling whether it's my feelings and emotions my plans my ideas just writing stuff down it's this it's this exercise of like i think it i write it i think it i write it instead mm-hmm. of you know, when it sits up in my brain and it just is allowed to kind of like stay in there. Yeah. Sometimes I edit it. Sometimes I forget mm. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> lots lots of, times. of times
0: I forget it. And so if I write it down, then I kind of keep going I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep going with that. I keep going with that. And then I keep thinking of more things. And it's just I believe in the the practice of putting pen to paper for whatever it is. So I love that. And something about the mornings, too. Like such a great way to start your morning because your mind is refreshed. For the most part, you are, you know, you're refreshed. There's nothing really, really clouding your mind that much in the morning. And then you start the day off very well too. Yeah. You know, with a good mindset. Okay. So those are three easy ways that I think you can incorporate just trying to find some alone time and then getting used to being by yourself and feel empowered. Yeah. Because if it's,
1: I'm sure if it's not something you're used to, it's probably... A task. It's probably
0: something mm-hmm. that is, you know, really foreign and resist the urge to yeah. fill stuff, fill your time with needless stuff. If you want, I mean, fill it with something if you'd like, but maybe try and make it a little bit more intentional, a little more mindful. So you're going to be shocked at what my try this at home this week is. I bet it has something to do with a journal. Wow. Wow. Well, you're like a <laughs> mind reader. Kind of freaking me out right now. But <laughs> but I want you to try this this week. Try scheduling some alone time in your planner for you, right? And hmm, write, write. it down. Write in journal. So I'm going to give you a prompt, though. If you had an entire day alone, what would you do? Oh, see, I really liked prompt. I like prompts. Okay. So, yep. So, okay, that's your homework too. So if you had one day, you here's the rules. It can't really be for anybody else. This needs to be all about you. It's not selfish and you have one day, but you have to be alone. It's not like oh, I'm going to go watch, a you know, Carter's baseball game or- I'm going to go meet up with somebody. Right. It's like- This is about you and you being alone. If you had one day, what would you do? And then just journal. It doesn't, if you feel like you want to write it in- like paragraph and sentence form, great if you want to just brainstorm, if you want to, you know, do like a, like the, like doodling or drawing or whatever, but just keep writing and try and do it for like 15 minutes at least. And, and just see where it goes. Put your music on. I don't know, put a good diffuser on, just light a candle, make it super vibey, go outside just one day. And I think it'll maybe shine some light on, things that are important to you or things that you might want to do. And then when
1: you have, when that time is available, then you have an idea of what you can
0: do or what you want to do. So please play along with us. Please try and find some time and journal and enjoy being by yourself and, you know, embrace the powerful woman that you are or man or whatever. And just, you know, get out there and be okay with being alone. So I hope you have a great week. We will see you next time on Plan a Happy Life. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Plan a Happy Life. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone on their own happiness journey. We'll see you next week. Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're... I love scrolling the internet,
1: surfing the internet,
0: surfing the internet, and, and scrolling scroll through Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> Can't help it. She's so funny. Oh, sometimes I don't know if it's like. Those darn millennials. I don't know if it's getting older or if it's just like stuff on my mind. But I do that lately. I say things, and it's like, wait, that's not right. I think your brain
1: just moves faster than your mouth. Wow. So. You're thinking of like surfing the
0: internet, but you're still talking about Instagram. Yep, all goes into one Mm -hmm. and it comes out like "Mm, all mashed. I don't think that's right.